going on weirdos welcome back to the podcast today is a good one we're going to premiere a new emory song and it'll only be here on the podcast and we're going to talk about it because we want to talk about the lyrics and the story behind it but no it's not on spotify it won't be anywhere else for a while just here on the podcast today uh because turns out bad christian podcast listeners are big time emory fans it seems it's kind of weird how that happened if you're not an emory fan you, you will be by the end of the episode and if you are an emory fan since you are then you could come see the emory concert emory's coming to the east coast in november and that's like every, all up and down the east coast and that is going to be luckily with the bad christian podcast also and Sherwood and Tyson Motzenbacher and Vocal Few and a whole bunch of other stuff. You can get the details for that at bcroadshow.com or just go to emorymusic.com. Come see the concert and the other stuff. Okay, I'm going to tell you about today's sponsors. Today's episode is sponsored by HoneyBook. Automate your creative business with HoneyBook's business management platform. You can get 50% off your first year by going to honeybook.com and use the promo code BADCHRISTIAN. Today's episode is also sponsored by Blue Apron. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free by visiting blueapron.com slash badchristian. That's your first three meals for free at blueapron.com slash badchristian. One more, MeUndies. Today's show is sponsored by MeUndies, and you can get 15% off your first pair and free shipping by visiting meundies.com slash badchristian. Oh, hell yeah, God showed up. Give a shit what I put in my body. You don't ever f- talk to me that way. <laughs> so if you've never done oral, then you're extrovert. No, girl, it's my flesh. I showed my dad my penis when I was 25 years old. You don't get more honest than that. Three, two, one. It's the bad Christian. It's the bad Christian. It's the bad Christian podcast. It's the bad Christian spoken word. It's bad Christian. What do you mean spoken the, word? I was just trying to do spoken word. <laughs> I was trying to do it. I, when I thought I, you were asking oh, me to do right, spoken word. I want word. to be honest right now. When I hear spoken word, it is very hard for me to understand the difference between good and bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I have no... There's nothing on the spectrum for me. It's personality. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... That's just your... Possibly... There's two, two choices there. You've never heard anything good. Right. Yet, maybe you've encountered yes. poor quality stuff, or you lack the discernment to know the difference, but just like fancy food, I now can enjoy. Yeah, it might be but right. But I didn't used to could enjoy it at all. I was thinking... But now I kind of can. So when, I also don't know anything about spoken word, but maybe if you learned enough about it, you could like it. See, I think... Yeah, like hardcore word. music. Right. I didn't. I thought screaming was terrible. Right. But so now spoke, I love it. Spoken word is being very poetic and like the words that you're saying basically having like a cool image and then not right. stuttering. Now, that yeah. was my what I was going to no say, stuttering. but the truth is I hate spoken word. is stupid. <laughs> See, I, That's more what my opinion is. Yeah, I have never liked spoken <laughs> word, but then I guess... Why do y'all think we don't like it? Well, no. Here, here's the thing. Is, is I, it? I wouldn't be like, I'm going to go see a spoken word concert, but... You would never go... I, you wouldn't even go to one. Yeah, like if... <laughs> <laughs> but here's what I'm saying is... I have seen propaganda, uh, the the rapper, mm-hmm. and once I'm watching, I'm like, oh wow, that oh right. gosh, you hear that? Right. Yeah. And then Levi, the poet. Yep. yep. I mean, w- when I saw them live at uh, what would have been uh, audio feed, audio yep. feed, audio yep. feed. Yep. 
I mean, it was it was unreal. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is cool. But I would never. But it's what not I'm same saying much. is, Levi and Proper amazing, and this is way it's better. A lot of it's way better with the music. It's a lot better. Oh, you most, know what I mean? most spoken just, word people uh, have music. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying when it's oh, yeah. yeah, I don't mind at all that. I'm saying just the pure right. You know when it. Right. I guess the button it pushes for me is the same one as sometimes as when it's really arty. You know, it's the art. It's when it's yep. more arty than anything, and then it's, yeah. then we're almost at uh, interpretive dance. Yeah, I'm not putting up with that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like I, I'm not. It's, yeah, it's fine like someone really didn't do it. pick that good of words, and you're just like, oh, but that's what they're going for. They're going. Yeah, for the I'm not. Dumb I'm sound. not. Don't. I don't want to play those games. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> that just sounds I, like a caveman. I know, but I. The problem with me is like I do think there's good. Spoken word. Like I was saying, Levi the Poet, I would go, man, this is kind of cool, right? So I, I listen to that, go, this is good propaganda. But when I hear other uh, spoken word, I just go, is that good or am I just white? And yeah, I don't understand. I just don't it, get it. Right? That's possible. Yeah. And whenever I hear spoken word, all I can hear is, all I hear is beats. That's what I, I heard. I don't at church hear anything. Every I go, single Sunday when I was in middle and high school. <laughs> exactly that. that's what I heard at church every single Sunday. They did spoken word. Well, that, no, they were speaking in tongues. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Wow. I can't. I, I just can't pick it out clearly. So I just hear rhythms. I don't even hear the words they're saying, and then I go, I don't even know what I'm. You know, to that's very close to the way that I. The, my experience when I watch a TV show like Game of Thrones. <laughs> you don't hear anything? No, it's exactly, I, it, that's how I tell Bridget, I say, I can't, I don't hear anything they say. I, I listen to them saying it, right. but I don't hear anything right. they say. It doesn't contribute to the story plot. Line. No, I don't, I, I don't get the words don't go in. I don't, it's, I, it just sounds like the Charlie Brown teacher, wah, 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 and you, right. you just did that. When I'm watching, especially British accents and when stuff's in fantasy lands, I just, yeah. I don't hear, I can't even hear it. That's exactly the way it feels. I, I love it. I can't, <laughs> I can't miss it at all. It just, it, I get, I understand what you're saying, but I think spoken words different than Game of Thrones. Just <laughs> <laughs> a thought I had. All right, pardon interruption here, but I got to tell you guys about HoneyBook. Let me tell you what is hard about being a. Uh, I don't. I don't love the word entrepreneur, but or solopreneur is even funnier. But business owner, I like to think of business worker, person who makes businesses work that works outside of the norm and designs their own stuff, or as a lot of people put it, freelance. There are a ton of challenges there on the business and on the administration side that are not often the skill set of the freelancer who's maybe in design or graphics or something creative like that, you know? Because think about it. What small business owner wants to spend their time on paperwork, endless emails, and dealing with payment collection? Well, that's why there's something called HoneyBook. Just had a call with these guys. We're going to check this platform out and try it out and see what money and time it can save us. I advise that you do the same thing. It's a, it's a purpose-built business management platform for small and creative businesses. So they're here to help photographers, designers, event professionals, other kind of solopreneurs uh, save hundreds, if not thousands of hours a year by adding a bunch of time-saving automation into their business. Now, automation, big word. You hear a lot of it lately. You'll hear a lot of it going forward. Automation is when other 
things that may or may not be people do things for you. It's a nice thing. And if you're trying to get an hourly person or a tax advisor or a CPA or a secretary, an assistant, and you're trying to pay them competitive hourly wages, that might not be the most cost-effective thing. So that's why I think you should check out HoneyBook. It makes it easy to streamline the client process so you never miss a thing. And that's why, for limited time, bad Christian listeners can get get this 50% off the first year of HoneyBook's service with the promo code BADCHRISTIAN. HoneyBook membership includes unlimited access for all features at one low monthly price. So go to HoneyBook.com today and use the promo code BADCHRISTIAN and you can get started. Again, that's HoneyBook.com, promo code BADCHRISTIAN. Thank you, Matt, for that. But there's something that I haven't heard in a while and enjoy up. Would you mind giving us a twisted scripture? Oh, I thought you were going to say, you mind giving us the truth. And I was going to say, you're calling this the truth now? Oh, it's man. It's close. It's close. Oh, man. But your news is more truthful than, than me biblical, looking at the Bible. The biblical topic. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. I would say that. But Reva, kick me singing. All right, Joey, give us the biblical answers for everything. All right, I I sure will. Well, first of all, let me read a quick little passage found in Matthew 7. I want to do a little more reflecting than asking uh, poignant questions and making assessments and making conclusions. Can we just reflect a little bit and keep our minds a little bit open? No, do that on your own time. Okay. Well, in Matthew... Has Twisted Scripture increased your Bible reading by like almost 100% fold? (laughs) Are you asking the listener? (laughs) All right, so Matthew 7, Jesus says, Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide, and the way is easy that leads to destruction, and those who enter by it are many, for the gate is narrow, and the uh, way is hard that leads to life, and those who find it are few. All right, so especially thinking in the context of a lot of moral failures in the pastoral profession, but just everywhere we look, who's, who's entering the narrow gate? Like, who is that person? Who, where are they? Yeah. How do you, I've, I, that's like, actually who in the hell are these people? Right. I don't see them. I agree. That's what I'm saying. Where yeah. are they? I mean, that, that, that scripture really has put a little bit of fear in me in my life because I thought, I mean, you're right. Who, Definitely not me. Definitely not Bill Hybels, and I'm not. I'm, I mean, I think that's a very timely name to throw in there. Right, it is. You're right. If, if it's not him, I mean, there's a lot of Christian leaders that doesn't fit in the narrow gate right. storyline, right? At all. So that that's that's my question, and and I think what I want to do in this uh, segment of Twisted Scripture is just tell people when you're reading Scripture, hold the hold the hell down, and stop trying to make these quick little conclusions that aren't really helpful, and maybe that should make us rethink, oh, maybe I'm reading the Bible in a too simplified way. All right, so those people, the narrow gate. Now, my question to you guys is, do you think there's a possibility, do you think that there's a possibility that Jesus was talking about life on this earth? So in other words, he could say emphatically, there's very few people that are on some narrow path on this earth Everybody is just screwing everything over. So 
even though it seems like he's talking about eternity, is there a chance that he's saying, no, right here in this mm-hmm. life? Is, could we possibly read it that way, or do you think that's twisting it a little bit? No, that's what the scripture. No, I mean, could we I, read I, it I by think, saying, Jesus is yeah. saying, almost every single one of you, <laughs> you're on a path to destruction. Yeah. Bill Hybels, obviously on that path. Perry Noble, he was obviously on that you path. You hate Bill Hybels and Perry Noble. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, it seems like they were on that path that led to destruction. Yeah, you, you, would, you would have thought before they were on the narrow gate and then immediately path to right. destruction. Right? But I think the path After of destruction fell out. So let's say people have their traditional view of heaven and hell. I think on that path, if we read it that way in the here and the now, and I think maybe it would be a little irresponsible to do it that way, but if we are, what that means is that there's a lot of Christians, a lot of Muslims, a lot of atheists, a lot of everybody on this path that leads to destruction. Some of them are going to go to heaven. Some of them are going to go to hell. And then there's just a few people that are on this narrow path where everything is just so perfect and you're doing everything right i don't think i don't i'm not even sure if those people exist i mean i don't know if people exist on the narrow path it it feels like when i hear that verse first of all i thought oh my god when i heard this first and and preachers preached it to me in the small churches and church of god of prophecy or whatever i thought Oh my gosh! You got to do everything you can to get on that narrow. Path. Doesn't it right. just generate? The world is too big, and if you keep it big, you're in trouble. Yeah, and stay there. That means don't mess up with right. pornography. Don't fuck up. Don't cuss. Well, so, don't I, be disrespectful. Don't do all these things. Next right. thing you know, you're like, I'm just doing that all the time. Yep. I guess I am on a path to destruction. That's how. If you take the Bible so simplified, it screws people up. That's where they're at. Yeah. They're like, okay, when I he, guess I can never get on that narrow path because I can't stop doing right. crap right. when the same Bible says you're gonna keep doing stuff. Yeah, right. But it, it, you know, the general takeaway from the thing on its first plain reading that you take away is, like, oh, most people go to hell. Yes, right. definitely, exactly. Like, obviously, most people go to hell. That's exactly. like. That's what that says. Right. Like in the most plain way. Well, and and what's interesting about that is it's because we were taught it might be, before we but, even started reading the right. Bible. So when us as people in the South, especially Toby and I in Pentecostal backgrounds, we were taught the people that sin and die with sin on their heart, they go to hell. So when Toby well, and I read stuff like that, stay that's on the, the path. only thing we right. were thinking right. is hell. So and and then I start I mean, that's what leads you to start thinking like, why? Would God have this system where the it's like the end of the Indiana Jones Last Crusade, where he has to walk, roll the sand, walk on that invisible path? Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's like yeah. that or something. Yeah. Like you have to be able to get through that whole obstacle course. That's the path. That's what yeah. it feels like. It's, a, it's right. a gauntlet. Yeah, you know, it's a game. It's wipeout. Yeah, you know, the whatever. You just go ahead, give it a shot. Isn't that yeah. crazy? You won't stay on. And, you don't get to actually. And you go to hell. Living, you just yeah. enjoy the path of it. Mm-hmm. Like you don't get to be in the moment. You have to think: Is this decision right or wrong for God? Yeah. In my eternity. Yeah. It, it definitely, like, I mean, I even the new Emory record. There's a little bit of this. It's funny you brought this up. There, there are several songs, but uh, there's a, a little bit of a theme in some of the lyrics I wrote, wrote on this new Emory record that's going to come out in November um, about that idea of you can't live up to what people tell you God wants you to live like. Like, I mean, it, th- that is uh, one of the songs is. 100% about dreams I had, nightmares I had about God sending me to hell when I was a 
kid. You know, I mean, isn't that crazy? Like a, a seven-year-old kid having nightmares about God sending him to hell. I had that. I lived that. Wow. I mean, it's just unbelievable. I, I mean, I just... It, because this whole idea of if you don't stay on this path, if you don't do this thing, God will hate you. Right. I mean, that's the way people interpret this scripture, right? Yeah. That God hates them if they're not on the, the, the smallest path possible. Right. And if you were on any road and you saw a big gate or a small I gate, which stop. one would you yeah. take? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you would take the big gate. You go, yeah, I'm not going that weird way. Yeah. That small well, way. And, uh, but there's check, other ways of looking at it, right? Yeah. Well, let me, let me just end with one more thought, and then you guys can take it from there. I mean, this is... It, please, people, open your minds and realize this is a perfect example of like the poetic nature of even Jesus' words. He says, For the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life, and those who find it are few. The same person that said, My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Uh-huh. This guy is saying, It's hard, hard, hard. And you got to do that grunt work by crawling on that path, squeezing. You know, everybody else is doing the easy way. You got to take the hard way. But he just said a while ago, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. It's because we're reading the Bible too simplified. Mic drop. What's up? Yeah, but it was. His name is Jesus. (laughs) And he knows his word. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think you're totally right. when when you like this scripture, if you look at it singular, singularly, um, it makes Jesus seem like oh, you know what he's talking God, about. God, yeah, I mean, make you up do your mind, man. But if you read this other verse, he's way more graceful and right. understands. Hey, it's okay. Believe in me. It's easy. Right. You know, if you do this, this, and this, that's what that's the biggest problem I have with the Bible is when people preach scripture. It's like a few scripture to to fit their point as right. opposed to what what it really means. I, I mean, I don't know what you're getting here, uh, getting at here. I didn't make but, it clear. <laughs> but I mean, don't you think it's both? What Jesus, about maybe more, it is a small gate? Yes. And maybe Jesus's yoke is easy. Yeah, yeah maybe but, there's truth in right. everything Jesus says, but it may not be right in front of your face verbatim. You just have yes. to look a little bit. But what if it's just more metaphorical? And that's probably what Jordan Peterson would say. He's like. And that's true. That it's narrow. It's hard. You know, if you were flying an airplane and you didn't know what you were doing, almost every move you could make would be death. So, pra- practically speaking, you just got to focus. You gotta, it's almost like motivational speaking at that point. But you could almost take it in a, in, in that kind of way too, right? Yeah. Like it's hard, but it's worth it. Yeah. Not as about heaven and hell. It's just a, like practical yeah. advice that has survived the era and le- stayed in the Bible as a result because it's it's practical. Yeah. But it doesn't mean anything deep like about eternity. Is yeah. that that's what interpretation? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, here we are. Here we are. The auda- I mean, it's funny because we know what we're trying to do here, but still the audacity of us to think that we have any feel for that time and culture where people under like let me give you two two quick examples if i say once upon a time in a land far far away what do you guys know immediately it's a fairy tale are people going to know that this time in 1 million years Probably maybe not. not maybe not because they don't yeah. say that anymore right all right how about this one um Let's see. What if the penis goes in the vagina? You might get pregnant. Is that what you're going to say? No. Oh, sorry. You finished? I totally misunderstood. All right. All right. What are you going? What's your? Um, uh, uh, the combination of these two words. How about? 
What in the world does that mean? How about? That doesn't make any sense. I've at always all. been Putting driven crazy words, by that. Those two really? words make yeah. no sense. The one that drives me the most crazy. Ex- is except what? the four of us know exactly what it means. Yes. It's because we are in 2018 and our culture picks up on that. Why is that weird? I don't understand why y'all are mad at that. How about? Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. How about my friend Reva? She's cool. I know what you meant. Well, but those I know what you mean, but what are the words? I mean, how, how about? about? <laughs> like, isn't I that weird? I never thought about that. How? You know what the word how means? You know what the word about means? Yeah. What is that? How are you? are you? How is the boy doing? How are you doing? How about? What how the f- How about? It totally makes mean? sense. Uh, it does because you no, know what that means. No, no, no. If I say, <laughs> y'all are wrong on this one. If I say, what about Reva? If y'all were thinking about uh, kickball league. But I was like, if y'all said, hey, we're looking for somebody for our kickball league, I'm like, how about Reva? That would be like an endorsement and a thing. I mean, that makes total I, sense. I know it's what you're weird. communicating. You're nominating yeah. Reva. I understand the concept. I'm saying the words don't <laughs> make any sense to me. Yeah, we only know that. Like my dad. I can't agree Think with about that. this way. My dad comes up to me all the time when I'm a kid. He goes, how about it? Yeah. What, how do you answer that? What, what's the question? How about your life right now? That's what he means. All right, what are, y'all, are y'all insane? Here's one more. Here's one more. If I tell Matt, I could care less. He knows what I really mean is I, I could not care less. care less. But if someone wasn't familiar with that term, they'd be like, I could care. Why'd you say that then if you could, I could care, care less? Well, that's just people being mis- messing up a phrase, right? That's yeah. just dumb. Yeah, but everybody says it that way. Well, they're and we right. all, but we all know the mistake they're making. Yeah. You know, it's right. like we hear these things Jesus is saying, and there's probably certain sayings that maybe were said in the town that, yep. what are you laughing at? You brought it back to <laughs> Scripture. <laughs> that was a good... That Twisted! Was a real, that was a good segue. All right. Back to it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm done, man. I feel like I've done my part. I feel like God has spoken through okay, me. Okay, okay, okay. I got it. <laughs> we, <laughs> he was in a mode. He was going to draw that out because I do yeah, a bunch man, of Christian stuff. That's fine. Hey, I respect that. <laughs> you got a good feel for stuff. Is it fun when you talk about scripture? Like, are you like a little like energized and like excited? I mean, so I don't understand why this is a laughing point for you. Guys. <laughs> We're not laughing. Listen, <laughs> We're enjoying it. Listen, just like Matt gets excited about science, why can't I get excited about spirituality? That's talk? what I'm asking. I'm interested you. in yeah. that. Yeah. It interests me. That's what I read books on. The only other kind of book that I read, I would say, are historical books, but I really like theological books. Can I ask you I a like question them. then? Uh, Have I, think, I read uh, atheist I think books Matt, and I think, secular? Yes. No, I think Matt asked this question to Reva today. Reva, do you believe in ghosts? And Reva said, no. Joey, do you? Do I believe in ghosts? Yeah, like... I believe that... Like, if ev- your grandma dies, there's a chance maybe her spirit's no. in the corner? No, I don't. You don't believe in that? No. But what do you believe in? No, what I was going to say is I do think there's a possibility that when people say, I saw a ghost, I think they could have seen something supernatural, but it was not grandma wandering what was around. It? It was a demon from hell? Yeah, maybe an angel or a demon. If if what we believe about angels and demons are true and they can appear to people, I would have met, and, and it seems like Gabriel, there was like something crazy when he appeared that you know everybody was fearful of. seems like that could still possibly happen today. Reva, you don't believe in ghosts at all? Oh, man. We're going to get down a... Yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> it's a yes, yes or no question. 
Yes or no? <laughs> um, I believe in some sort of supernatural spirituality. You got a yes on that. Like yep. spiritual You believe force, in ghosts. But I don't I necessarily wrong. believe. I don't. I agree with Joey. I don't believe in like. A ghost of a loved one coming to like your great grandma is comfort in you the or haunt you yeah. or anything. Like How did we get like here? Like the sixth sense is bullshit. But basically. y'all, do, so the ghost y'all do believe in some form of a spiritual being, but it's only negative. Like it's a demon that would attack. No, you. there's no good. Are there an angel? What's the angel doing? The angel is watching over you, and he he got busted. It's like you weren't supposed to see him, but uh, he missed that one. So, do both of y'all believe? That sometimes you lay down in your bed and there's an angel and a demon fighting to mess up your dreams. I never think no. about that, but I guess you believe it's true. It could be possible. Uh, this time three years ago, I'd been like absolutely. <laughs> right now, I'm like, yeah, maybe not. Reba, no. You don't think there's angels and demons fighting over? I think your there's soul? a very uh, not over my soul as far as like not where. Like that it, if it is, I don't think where it is, but maybe trying to make me miserable or not. Maybe there is something to spiritual. Warfare. You think there's demons, a spiritual presence trying to make you miserable? I mean, here's the thing: is if if it is true, and it seems like a lot of evangelicals believe this, I'm starting to care less and less about this stuff that I don't even I can't even see. So I right, it just doesn't seem like it's in my jurisdiction to worry about. It's kind of uh, that's a your Great way to say it. It's um, above my pay grade. That's right, too. That's right. exactly it. was practical thinking. On right. You are a pastor. But how right the hell answers. did we get right. to talking about this? What is going on? I don't know. I was thinking about demons and angels. But what you were talking about, it's like, oh, they, you like scripture, don't you? Now, do you believe? Oh, I don't, how, what are we doing? He just said, now, a I ghost. This. <laughs> well, I think I, I don't you, know what we're you, doing. You but. said earlier, you asked earlier before the podcast, you asked Reva, do you believe in ghosts? And she uh, said, I understand. no, like unequivocally. No, you said, no, I don't. And but where did they? And now I she's saying she does. I'm Answer saying, Matt. I want somebody to go back and listen to the, the podcast. How the fuck did we get to talking about this? If you <laughs> listen back, you'll find it funny, I think. At the time, it seemed like it made sense. Yeah, but it did. I mean, you know, we make fun of Joey a lot, but the fucking to- demons. This, Toby's done something <laughs> relatively goofy here. In my Shit. Opinion. So I but do think Tom Brady is one of the best quarterbacks ever. Okay, Matt, have you ever been me. to Mars? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, that is so rough. I wanted to know. <laughs> okay. Well, let's just go ahead and take a break and then get back to what. Matt what? has been all, uh, held against his wheel <laughs> by a ghost. Is that true? Matt's been held against his will by a ghost. Joey, have you ever encountered any kind of spiritual ghost in the night? All the time. Okay, no, Reva, have you? He has the lawnmower story. Reva, he has the lawnmower. He saw a, a, saw ghost, a ghost cutting a lawnmower. Cutting once. his backyard. Yeah. <laughs> charging $20 no. an hour. He it wasn't my backyard. He, he our back. the ghost. But that lawnmower one had to be the right. angel or demon. Matt has been, Matt has been held. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm being really serious right now. Matt has been held against his will by it. A demon or a ghost? That, that's Joey true, has right. seen a ghost cutting his grass. <laughs> Reva, Reva, hear me out. Have you ever seen a ghost or anything like a spiritual being? I don't believe so. No, you've never have in Iowa. No. I was hoping that's because it's easy to hide behind the cornfields. It's way easier I hope for you ghosts. A story. You never woke up in the middle of the night and saw something. Well, I used to get scared when I was a kid, and there'd be weird shadows and stuff. But I, I don't actually think that I've ever seen a, a no, ghost. Sorry, guys. Or... Reva just proved that y'all are full of shit. Do you, do you guys 
lean more. Sorry, I what, brought us here. What are we doing? Oh, we're here. <laughs> we might as well camp out a little bit. <laughs> I'm got- with it. I love it. Joey, what were you getting ready to say? <laughs> I was going to ask you guys, like, do you think that there is a possibility that all of the evil talk was just how the writers of the Bible thought of things and conceptualized of things because they were coming out of the age of the gods and the goddesses and the bad gods and the good gods and they are fighting each other. And so that was the way that if if someone's going to do evil, there's got to be an evil team behind it. Like there's got to be. So do you guys think that there's a chance that a bunch of that stuff was either a part of their culture and how they saw it or metaphorical, but there really isn't an evil team. We're evil enough on our own. I have no I, idea no, what I you mean, just said. I'm lo- completely lost. Are you really? <laughs> I have no idea what you just said. Really? You didn't I understand? I thought that was super interesting. Good. Oh, no, I just want no. What? Let me say, let me yeah, say it another way. Let me, let me put it another Thanks, way. Reva. I wasn't listening at all. <laughs> That's oh, what I meant yeah. to oh, say. Shit. <laughs> well, you missed Fuck. out. Reva I meant to tell you I'm fucking drunk and high. God damn it! Sorry. Joey, will you say it Mike, one more time? How'd you get in Atlanta? <laughs> What's Mike doing here? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Uh, you want me to say it again? Yes. Okay, what I'm, what I'm saying is, do you think that there is a possibility that yep. the writers uh, when they ta- of the Bible, when yes. they talked about evil spirits and all that, it was just how their culture viewed that sort of stuff. They just, yeah, you know, they let, have gods and goddesses and all these evil things. And so all they can, I mean, they actually think everything that happens is from the hand of God. So it makes complete sense. If someone's going to do something evil, it's not God. There's got to be something behind it. It must be a demon and Satan and, oh yeah, there's that guy that wrote about a third of the demons uh, rebelling. I would say, especially because of my cultural upbringing, I still would lean more towards that. But I could kind of also get with, oh, maybe it's maybe it's allegorical. Maybe it is just how their culture viewed things. But they're really we're yeah. evil enough on our own, right? It's so just, there's a know, difference in about. their intended meaning and their understanding. All those things are separate. But on one hand, they could have written an allegory where they're like, no, I just mean this figuratively. Yeah, and and we either know that 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 correctly or we don't. But it's a little weirder to say that they wrote what they thought was literal, but that was intended for us to read allegorical or metaphorical. That's a little weird. You know what I mean? Right. So you had to kind of go by what they thought. But on the other hand, it's very clear that they would have interpreted everything that they ever did encounter or see through the filters of yeah. all that they knew, which would have only been supernatural shit. Yeah. So that's the more that's more the more nuanced position that probably yeah. occupies. Yeah, and I, and I think the gospel accounts and Jesus' interactions with demons, you would have to really second guess most of the gospel if you start discarding those as, oh, well, Jesus thought it was a demon. It really wasn't. So that's yeah, why right. that's the biggest reason why I still do believe in evil spirits. But I am pretty shocked that they decided but the, to all the out on God. But that just the, make all sense. the actors in the story there, they they thought it was supernatural stuff. That, that You know what I mean? They thought that for sure because they would have thought that. Yeah. And it gets weird when you talk about Jesus. How would he, you know, but even still, I mean, if you're willing to read it a little bit more loosely, then maybe he didn't know everything. And yep. there's still, a, there's still, there's plenty of biblical interpretations that, you know, don't grant Jesus, you know, omniscience, omniscience. you know. So who knows? Yeah. But certainly they would, they would have only seen things like, 
they would only see things as supernatural because that was their framework. Yeah. It's really funny to me sometimes. I do think Christianity, and maybe even in general, has things right, but we so associate with the spiritual side that it seems goofball. But, like, the idea that there's evil in the world, and so there's this caveman society, and they go, wait a minute, we're all doing good. This one guy steals food, but he's us. He's our. He, I'm a human. He's a human. All this. They go, it must be this other thing that makes him think, he has to do bad and steal food from us or whatever it might be. And that just gets perpetuated over and over through the generations to where eventually you go, but everybody's there. We're all humans, but some people have this thing that's called sin or evil and it messes you up and then it just keeps going. But I mean, there's no way around it to avoid it. So it is the norm. It's what is what it is. Yeah. So you take the real plain version of Christianity and the, the, things that are true in there and if you just leave out the goofy like being too literal about the goofy shit is what's screwing you up. Right. the good stuff's in there right. is pretty liberal interpretation but it's it's definitely an a, in an error we must be making in some regards right and you never know how where you are on that spectrum and it doesn't help you to just say a sin it's a some kind of thing that apparently affects us all you're right like it's a normal thing that we it, once we start realizing it it's oh well stealing hurts us all or whatever it might be, and then eventually you might maybe you could get better. But if it does stay in the spiritual realm, then it's always this outside thing that's not us or yeah. something. Well, let, let, listen, listen to how hypocrite real quick. Uh, how hypocritical labeling some some of this stuff that we're talking about as heresy. So one person says, "I am seeking God with all my heart, and I believe that the Bible is the exact way. If I can just figure out the formula, crack the code, because it is verbatim what I need to do." The other person says, I'm seeking God with all my heart. And I'm not sure if I can do that exactly with the Bible. I'm trying to figure it out. That second person is a heretic. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. They just have two different opinions on how to approach the right. word, but one of them will lead you to hell. That's just mm-hmm. nuts. It's Obviously. a very practical thing. How are we supposed to read the Bible? That's a legitimate question. Everybody should be able to admit, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's a good question. Let's talk about it. Right. The thing Instead, is- it's like, no, how dare you? Right. Okay, if you've ever seen me, one of the things you know I like most is food. (laughs) And dang it, that's why I like Blue Apron so much, because it's the best food. It just is. I I mean, I'm just going to be honest. I'm not good at cooking food. I'm really good at eating it. But even I, Toby Morrell, can fix these meals at Blue Apron because they make it so easy. And it just comes to your door. You pick out what you want online, it comes to your door, you cook it, and you eat delicious food. Seriously, I mean, it's unbelievable. It's, it's farm-fresh ingredients and step-by-step recipes to your door. It's that simple. I mean, it's insanity. Listen, I love it. If you have ever trusted anything I say, I've said this a million times. I'm not a vegetable person. Blue Apron vegetables, I eat them all. They are just so good. The ingredients are amazing. You choose chef-designed recipes. They deliver fresh, seasonally-inspired ingredients. Cook incredible meals in as little as 20 minutes. Dinner in as little as 20 minutes, folks. Great dinner, too. Do you hear me? Great dinner. Chef-designed recipes. So, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free. That's right. First three meals free at blueapron.com slash badchristian. That's blueapron.com slash badchristian to get your first three meals free. Blue Apron. 
a better way to cook. I'm telling you. Okay. I'll try and get us back on track because I had something special I wanted to do. Oh, you did? You say special? Yeah. Like special for us? For, or? Not, I mean, yeah, but more for everybody. I was thinking, and I didn't want to waste a bunch of time because I wanted to play people a world premiere of an Emory song. Holy what? Is what I was hoping to do. So you got to be bullshitting me. We can do it right now if you want to. I'd love to. I haven't heard this record. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. This is it. This is why we built the podcast in the first place, <laughs> was to promote our Screamo band. And boy, did it ever work. We just got back from doing a bunch of shows, and we're selling as many tickets and making as much money as we ever have. And I th- have to partly think it's because of the podcast. Don't you? Yeah, I totally. I mean, it's like we've yeah. revived our career. I wasn't in exactly in the crapper, right. but there's a notable difference of now and before this podcast. Hey, can I get like a third of Emory stuff? Then? I think you get a lot of passive benefits. <laughs> I, think, oh, yeah. I think you're well taken care of. You, you're very fortunate in your situation, too. But um, we uh, we got this record done. Uh, you know, and that's uh, it, it is true. It's like special that we can. We own the music, so we don't have to ask anybody. We are going to just put it in the podcast. It'll be the first time anybody hears anything. And if they want, to, if anybody wants to hear the Emory song, they have to come listen to that whatever bullshit we were talking for the last <laughs> half hour was, which I get a kick out of too, because we can just post. You got to come here to listen, hear right. the new Emory song, which seems to have a pretty good uh, market demand, yeah. which is quite exciting to me. So I do want to say thank you to everybody. But Toby, I'll let you pick what song it is, and we can talk about it. Well, I'm gonna, man, I'm going to pick a song from the new Emory record that is like a simple one. Um, it's called 2007 Clarksville High Volleyball State Champs Gay is Okay. That's the song title? Yes. <laughs> uh, roll it, Reba. <laughs> no, hang on. There's a, a little something there. Hang on. Read, just read the title again. 2007 Clarksville High Volleyball State Champs Gay is Okay. That's the song title. Okay. Yeah. That's the whole song title. You can tell the folks... What to listen well, for? Oh, yes, so maybe they can get some meaning out of. Well, it's kind of like one of those uh, treasure hunts. I want the folks listening right now to listen and figure out what the song's about. But gay is okay. Is pretty a clue. important. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Reba, play that.
Joe, Joey, that's the first time you probably oh even heard that song, right? <laughs> I heard I heard some of the Super Rolls have a long time ago. That is mind boggling. <laughs> I'm serious. That, I don't know if that's good or bad, but like I said, that is real. No, seriously, that kind of I don't I don't know. It's like there's a big. I'm not saying a jump in quality, but there's like a definitely this drastic. J- y'all are somewhere else. Did you feel y'all like, never been here before? Did you pick up on the lyrics and the meaning very much? Yes. How about that part. Y- yeah, but I- I'm talking right now musically. Y'all have never been there. Y- <laughs> y'all, y'all came from. And I'm not we even saying. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm saying you didn't go to a right place. You just haven't been right. to that place. That's yet. interesting to hear. I think it's. God. I think it's unique for sure. Well, but. okay. So I, I want to give a little bit of backstory here. This song is a, is a couple things. I'm going to start with the title. The title of the song, like I said, was 2007 Clarksville High Volleyball State Champs Gay is Okay. Now, here is why that's important. Now, Joe, you don't even know this story for real? No, you, I don't think you do. Yeah. Oh, you do know it? You don't know this story. I was asking him before. He doesn't know this yeah, story. I don't, anyway, I don't think You're so. telling him the story. Y'all may have told me a long time ago. Anyway, but, sorry. Yeah. Okay. So Emory is out with Switchfoot, the band, right? And they're very cool, very and they've nice. They've gotten big at this point. That was the, oh the height of Switchfoot. I mean, they were massive. They're doing Dang, Dang, y'all got to open up for them. And we're doing Christian colleges, cool. yeah. hockey arena, uh, like a, a ice skating. You know, at like I mean, hockey thousands games. of people that did, had no clue who we were. Yeah, yeah. they knew Switchfoot. So this is before the question. You would say? It was during the question, okay. before, yeah, during whatever, sometime in there. Sorry, that so, stuff is important. 2007 would have been the yeah, year, yeah, okay. as it turns yeah. out, according to the song title. So um, we're on this tour, and it's mostly Christian colleges. And I don't know why, but I had this funny idea. We stopped somewhere, and they had uh, that uh, window chalk you could spray on your car. Yeah, windshield or whatever. Like if you're selling the car, you spray seventeen hundred. And you see them do spring break yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Or when you or see bands driving by. Mm-hmm. So I thought it'd be really funny uh, if I could make people read a longer statement and then at the very end shock them. Right. Yeah. So we're in the middle of nowhere, you know, Midwest, uh, heartland, all this stuff. And I wrote twenty two thousand seven. I, I might not have been Clarksville, but for the for the purpose of this, Clarksville High Volleyball State Champs. And like it looked like a painted van. We're in a fifteen yeah. passenger white van, like, like window Looks chalk like. on our van, yeah. our fifteen passenger yeah. van. So the, the very end of it, I spray painted this on both sides of our windows. Nobody talked to me about it. I just did it totally on my own. At the end of that statement, Volleyball State Champs, I wrote, gay is okay. Yeah. Right? So we're riding across all these Christian campuses. Oh, my gosh. And just down the highway. Yeah, right. right. Just down the highway. Like, you would stop at a stop sign or something. You would see, like, an old lady look over and go, oh, my God, what? You know what <laughs> they, I mean? they, they, she would think it's exciting. <laughs> these girls did. They won the championship. Oh, my gosh, they're gay. You know what I mean? Like, we're in the heartland that where gay is not okay. And if you'll remember back in 2007, this is great. The gay thing was in a lot different place than it is now. Yeah, it was way was more yeah. like taboo than. I mean, yeah. it's crazy how much things have changed in that amount of time. Yeah. Obviously, for the better, but it was. Gay people ever referred to it as their gay thing? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, but you know, I mean, it was in a way different place. Then. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, continue. Okay, so. I, I it was think bold. it's funny. It was a yeah. bold statement. Nobody else point. in Emory cared. They, they just didn't think about it or whatever. Right. So we get to this Christian campus. I forget where it was. Maybe Indiana or Michigan or something like that. 
Switchfoot's tour manager walks over and oh, knocks on our good. door. Hey, guys, man, love you guys on the tour. I mean, it was like the <laughs> best way you could say something. Yeah. He goes, man, love you guys on tour. We're having a good time. Got to take that off the windows. <laughs> he said, we're playing these Christian venues, and it might upset people. And, I mean, we love you guys. Really <laughs> glad. All You know, like really made us feel good. But you just got to wipe that off. And we're like, yeah, sure, 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 sure. No, ma- no matter what, we're totally fine. But from that point on, I was like, oh, even an opening band for Switchfoot can affect something. And I was like, is it, at that point, I was like, is it the gay, is it about being gay? Like, is that what this really is? Or is it that somebody might see something that might make them question or have, or have a thought about what Switchfoot is or Emory is or whatever yep. it might be? Now, all these people are good people. Nobody's intentionally doing this. But... From that point on, I was like, oh, man. So we were banned for a long time, and I've always been thinking about this. And before I left Charleston, I don't even know if I ever told you this, sitting uh, – because now I live in Franklin, Tennessee. It was it might have been even a year before I left Charleston. Yeah. I was sitting in a dentist office, and there was this 65-year-old man who – I mean, this is the uncomfortable part of the story – I thought he was gay. He might not have been, yeah. but, I, but my presuppositions or whatever about this person, I was like, man, this older man is gay. And he was so nice and he was so friendly. And we talked for a little bit and all that, you know, I mean, just pleasantries. I was just like, man, this guy's really cool. He's a, he could be a grandpa. But I was like, he might be gay. I'm pretty sure he might even be gay. And from that moment on, it changed my mentality about homosexuality. Yeah. Sitting in a dentist office, but, because at that point I realized, okay, if the God I believe in and what I've been told, if I'm wrong, uh, I mean, if that guy's wrong, he goes to hell, right? But if I'm wrong, the only life he gets ever in the history of the universe, I tell him he can't even fall in love. Yeah. Like the person he thinks he might be in love with, I'm, I tell him, no, that might be wrong. Or something like that. And that thought stuck with me. And so that's why we wrote this song. The story's about him. The story's about a 65-year-old gay man that, you know, back in the 50s or 60s, um, maybe wanted to fall in love, but the culture wouldn't let him. And there's this relationship. And it's, it, it's a romantic story almost of being in love and wanting to be together and not being able to because of it all the outside stuff not you two but all the outside stuff and this song is about that it's about a, a gay man that because of religion i i even make this uh, and you'll 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 appreciate this matt doesn't know the song uh, i even make a reference to 10,000 reasons the song mm-hmm. about god and ten, there's 10,000 reasons to love god or whatever i make a reference even though it's that's a more present day song than back then um to there's 10,000 reasons in a small town to not say what you are to not be real to not express what you're feeling because a small town might be religious or might be uh, methodical on what people should do in that environment and in that small town so hey let me take response time real quick i'll do this right now lead people to christ right now (laughs) but that's what this song's about and so it's a long title but yeah that's what it's about awesome yeah that's so funny i mean it's you know, I don't know if people can hear the narration in there, but I thought that turned out really neat. In it, the talking, oh, the talking part. at the yeah. end, yeah, yeah, in that, yeah. I actually for that too. Um, I had a friend uh, that I, I just said it this way. There were several people I reached out to to do this uh, kind of like monologue part at the mm-hmm. end of the song, 
And it was so sensitive. And I felt very a little bit awkward because I wrote this out as what I thought an older gay man might say. And that's the feels like I have a lot of responsibility to not fuck that up or mess it up. You know what I mean? Because I'm not gay. I don't know what that's like. I haven't felt that uh, life uh, experiences or that pain or whatever. And so it ended up, even though I reached out to people, it, nothing was working out. And our uh, producer, uh, Chris, who's in the band, Chris Keene, ended up reading this part. And I do think it's really powerful. And awesome. it, it, I hope, I hope that I do justice to a little bit about what, you know, a, a gay man or a gay woman might go to, go through in this life. Yeah. I mean, and I, you know, it's, it's slightly, it's becoming slightly irritating to me because it's, it's just, I'm starting to get the lyrics here a little bit more <laughs> in my older age. And you do, you're understanding the, yeah, the lyrics of this album more than you've ever. Yeah, I know. It's just, so, it's a weird thing that, I mean, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm interested in, but you know, the lyric stuff is it's it's you know i don't know if y'all notice or not but the the i'm having more emotional feelings about lots of stuff are you i mean y'all are noticing that i am yeah it's not as noticeable but I've, <laughs> I've, I've seen i've seen times of it and that is more than normal but i haven't seen like this new man right. per se right but it's but you a, guys spend a lot more time together yeah well i'm so, i mean working on the music has been just really like it's super hard to explain the way this feels but this is the first time when i've been as emotionally aware as i am to write a record and work on it and so i have more i mean i do have more feelings than i used to have that's just yeah. I just do. Yeah. And I'm trying to, you know, a big deal. Yeah, you know, it's a confluence of factors, I suppose. I mean, if you really want to analyze it, I mean, you could say, you know, my mom died. Um, I've done mushrooms and marijuana. I have had kids, you know, like I've become older. I mean, it's just, there's a whole, there's tons of, tons of factors, you know, mm -hmm. is it just that old age thing? I don't, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but well, even musically, I think you're just listening to it in a way that you haven't listened to it before. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying this is the first time I've sat down and done something at this level and been this involved in with the more awareness that I have or, yeah. or I'm feeling. And so it's just like, you know, it get, they'll get, it just, it's like this whole other layer is how it feels like all the highs have been rolled down. Like it, it, it's not, yeah. I don't, it feels super foreign. Like I don't really feel like I understand everything, but it's just like somebody turned on the treble knob finally yeah. to it. So there's another layer to something that I already am good at and participating in and like, but now my participation feels even more important because I kind of get, <laughs> I'm trying I, I can feel it more. Well, I thought it was interesting, and I think you're totally right. Like, one of the songs is a little bit of an interlude, but I wrote these lyrics um, and sent it to Matt for this little interlude part, and Matt goes, let me see, are you talking here about this, this, and this? And I was like, I've never heard Matt talk like this ever about the lyrics. Like, his, his whole idea about lyrics were the melody, how it sounds, and the, you know, right. the, maybe a little bit of the phonetic feel of it or whatever it might be but never the meaning 
Like you've never almost ever cared about the meaning. <laughs> no, no, all, no. Right. And to me, that's like one of the most important. I never things. cared about because if I don't, if I don't get the meaning across, it's real bad for me. Well, I understand that's more what everybody yeah. else is but into. You've been listening forever, and now you're actually trying to think about. Well, I'm not trying to. What it is? It just happens. It don't. Oh, you try. can't stop it. It just. I just all notice right. it. All right, thought experiment. I'm going to ask you two questions and answer them one after the other. How would you describe Toby to people and your friendship with him ten years ago? And how would you describe it now? Oh shit. I don't I don't I don't like ten years ago, how would you describe it? Oh, he's a great business partner to have around and I kind of respect him as a person and I and I think he's beneficial. And then now you would say, I just love that guy. I would do anything for him. I would come on to him sexually I like well, I don't. I don't understand the question. You're still here. I mean, you gave well, the don't answer. You understand that. I don't understand. He wants that. to know the difference in our friendship ten, 10 years 10 ago, years ago today. and today. I think. Yeah, because right. of your emotional change, right? But it's not. That's not why it's an emotional change. That his emotional change is he's actually older, and I do think the chemicals in your body change a little bit. And then he had kids, and yeah. whatever that was, the overwhelming feeling of protect make them good, all that stuff opened up avenues in Matt's brain. To That's emotion. what I'm saying. How like he would, his, his daughters I, I, made him go, oh, dude, uh, I don't care if it's wrong, I'll protect them. Or I don't care if it's wrong, I'll make them cool or whatever. Like, And so that opened up a, a, a thought process that Matt's never thought of in his life before. Wait, emotion's more important than logic. My daughter might be being an asshole to another kid, but I'm that's my daughter. And this this whole thing that opened up avenues, you know, neural pathways and I do brain think it I do something. think it's brain, obviously. I do think there's a I do think is a I'm a believer in neuroplasticity. Yeah. I do think my brain is changing. That's what I, I'm I, saying. That's what I'm saying. I think it's yeah. I, I agree with that part. That part fat but I think describes that, that sounds correct. It, it, totally correlates with when you having kids in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. I, I think all those things I mentioned must that, be That's a different stuff. thing that I, I feel like your kids, like Georgia, like you knew about getting married and you saw other people getting married and all that stuff and all of a sudden there's this new human and you got to keep her alive. And it, what is she going to be like? And now, oh my gosh, she's interacting with you and all that stuff. It, I do believe that really it did open up a, a pathway in your brain where yeah. you're like, oh, I've never thought this way in my life. So now that infects... How do you think right. about the, the, Joey it's, it's or, or Reba yeah, that, or anything? That's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. That's how it affects how you see people and probably even how you would describe it. Well, are you just trying to get me to say something cheesy? No, I was trying to make a point. I you know. don't need to do anything. Okay. I think you're just trying, trying to ask you, me you to love gush about Toby in some way that I'm no, going to be mean, uncomfortable I kinda, doing. I kind of gave you the example. Yeah, like, right. I think it would probably sound different. Well, yeah, I'm sure it would. But, yeah. you know, it's just like... Uh, that's a remarkable thought, man. It's remarkable. Right. <laughs> like you never thought. Uh, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like this, how are we talking about this? Well, it's just related to the music, and that's exciting to me. Yeah, you want to talk about yeah. it. We even played the song yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> edit that. I guess I'll edit that. No, don't do not <laughs> edit, edit that. that. Do not edit that. We didn't listen. I to the remember song. the song, and it was awesome because I wrote it. <laughs> we didn't actually listen to the song in real time while we were recording the podcast. Is the secret? The cat but, out but of the I bag mean, there. I, but but go, go ahead. Okay. Yes, they've heard the song already. You're making a little bit of a point here that I, that I didn't even think about. Like when I did that on the side of our van, it was a joke to mess with 
the 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 headliner Switchfoot. You know what I mean? Like it it was a joke, and I wrote those words and then said "gay is okay" to get a response out of everybody. Yeah. Now fast forward here because at that time the reason why that tour manager came over, the reason why I wrote it because gay wasn't okay. You know what I mean? Like the the reason I wrote it, it wasn't okay, and I wanted to see what people would look like reading that. You know, an old lady at a uh-huh. stoplight reading that. The tour manager, the reason why he came over and said, "Take that off, guys. Sorry, we really like because it wasn't okay." Yeah, and you're, what you're saying, just so people don't misconstrue, is to those people, it is not okay, and that's the joke. You're not saying that it's not okay universally. Sure, right, right. That's right. what it was sounding I mean, no, like. No, but. I mean, even then, for me, it wasn't okay. That, right. That's what's even more interesting is at the time. When I did it, think right. about, it wasn't okay with me. Yeah. Think about that as just a little bit of a gateway kind of thing. Like, you're a curious person who's changed over time. And, you right. know what I'm saying? So you're already in the right type of person club, a person that can change. Anyway, you held a belief at in 2000 and, let's say, five, relatively unquestioned, gay is bad. Right. right. Whatever. That's just totally simple. Like not one. I don't yes. need to think about it. That's just what I know. Right. Anyway. Well, it's all then what I know. In 2007, you're like, yeah. I mean, I know it's still wrong, but this is interesting because I wonder. Right. I can see that the way that you know. Then right. You're curious. You mess with people a little bit, and then bit. you're messing yeah. with people, but you still don't even believe it. Right. And then later, you have other experiences. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and that changed. So even when you wrote it the first time, it was not. It, you you didn't even. You weren't trying to be a hero. Right, exactly. I, was, I wasn't standing right. up for gay rights. Right, right. I was making a You're joke. You're just playing with a boundary. Right. Yeah. And, and that's what's so bizarre to me. That's what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't Switchfoot. It was me. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't think gay was okay. I, I thought it, it could be really bad or sinful or send some people to hell. What are they doing? Why is the same sex as sleeping with each other? What What is that? Now, give me a, just give me a little bit of time, the complexity of it the whole story, the whole journey. And then I get to a point where I'm like, wait a minute. What was that? Whoa, that's way more serious. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's and- crazy. That's way more heavy. Wait a minute. In that moment, there were, I'm guarantee you on one of those campuses, there was a gay person that oh, couldn't tell anybody. And I wrote that and we shut that down. We, we, I mean, I was a part of, I, I totally have been a part of not even allowing the conversation about what gay is and God is and all that stuff. I was a part of that. Yeah. And so now I'm not there. I and, do think it's okay. And the I think process, it's normal. And the process was extremely challenging because you were taught something right. as a kid right. all the way through childhood. And you don't just all the – I mean, some people, sorry, they're just not smart enough to snap their fingers and be right. like, oh, I get it now. That was dumb. Yeah. Just yesterday, I thought it was wrong. Right. Now I don't. It just doesn't happen that way. I mean, I was so – I mean, there was a time where I was like, oh, man, what if Jess and I have kids and one of them becomes gay? What what will I do? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And now, now, just give me a little bit of time, and I'm like, oh, shit, I know exactly what I'll do. I'll love those bastards. <laughs> I will love them. If my daughters or, one of, or my son, any of them, we got three kids, if they're gay, it ain't going to change anything anymore. You're here. It used to, it might have. It used to would. Right. It used to would, <laughs> used to could. But now I'm like, wait a minute. It, all, all I needed was a little bit of time to be wrong, to think about what that meant to be wrong or right or whatever. And now here I am. And if we can give people a little bit of time, at least people like me. Right. <laughs> that are just at least open to questioning things. 
you might get a real different response just a few years later. Yeah, and like, I, and I'm not justifying what I said. I hurt the movement. I was one of the people that said that gay is sin. I mean, I yeah. said that. That's not anything. Uh, I'm not proud of that my past or anything. But there was nothing I could have done to change that. But what I did do was just say, well, at least let me think about the other side. What does this mean? I'm in a dentist office with an older gay man. What was his life like? Yeah. What was it like to walk in his shoes? And that's what the song was about. Yeah. All right, before we go any farther, I'm going to tell you guys about me undies, and that's my underwear. They're the ones that I wear. They're the ones that I love the most. I have some other ones in my drawer still for some reason, and I just am dying to know when I get up in the morning, do I have a fresh pair of me undies, or do I have to put on, you know, that old kind, the not good kind? And really, it's like, <laughs> kind of starts my day off in the in the right direction. I get a fresh pair of MeUndies. I get my little recorder that goes on my belt, and I'm off and running. So it's kind of part of my routine. Uh, you guys have heard us talk about these underwear for a long time. They're made with a micro-modal fabric in a technical sense, and that is numerically three times softer than cotton. And you can feel the difference. It's a huge difference. And for how awesome these are, it's definitely worth it. I couldn't believe it when I first put them on. They release a bunch of fun prints every month, and they do matching socks and bracelets. And, you know, I like the specific prints because sometimes they're just fun or interesting in ways that I would not express myself externally. But I'm very happy to have, you know, my butt and junk covered with, I don't know, maybe I got leopard print going on. That's for me to know, not for you. These guys have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. You're going to love these undies. But if you don't, you can send them right on back if you're not into it. And you get a full refund. They've got this new thing going, which is a membership. And so you can level up the top drawer with a new pair of underwear every month. Maybe do that for 12 months, and maybe you'd have enough to keep you for a while. To know that you're getting a new pair of underwear every month, is it should be fun. It should be nice. It makes a great gift. Members gain access to exclusive prints, and they get special member pricing on every product that they make. So you can switch styles, skip a month, do whatever you like. This company's designed to be cool for you. You can get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you go to MeUndies.com slash BadChristian, let's do it today, right now. That's MeUndies.com slash BadChristian. Right on. Hell yeah. We got on fire. Also, my voice is gone because I've been on a tour and I have no voice and I've been drinking. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm sorry. We need more of your voice because it's time for the damn news. Shit! Roll it. In a world where you hoped you could get your gay pastor friend to admit it in public, but you couldn't. (laughs) <laughs> with all, you wrote a whole song for your band Emory and still your friend who's a pastor can't admit the truth this is the damn the news pastor right it's the damn news with Toby Morrell <laughs> you can't say just anything just say it you can't say anything just say something if you make a noise just right say, now at least ha, acknowledge ha, I get the joke I'm Toby may be right. <laughs> I'm going to have to think on that. Reeve, I'm sorry, but if there were no women on earth, imagine just dudes having sex and just building shit. <laughs> Reva, what's your response to that? Like, if it was just women, what do you think the, war- the earth would look like? 
It would be beautiful. There'd be gardens everywhere. So many plants. <laughs> in a in an all male earth, there's no plants. No. <laughs> okay. Just wonder. All right. Y'all ready for this little bit of news? Yep. Do it. Thieves try to. Uh, and Matt, what have we been on for the last week? What have you been riding in, driving, all that stuff? The big rig, the yep. bus. What would be the worst thing about the bus that could possibly happen to you? A bus crash? No, way worse. This guy, uh, thieves try to siphon bus fuel. Oh, no. But they hook the hose to the sewage pipe. Oh, my uh, God. This comes from LAD Bible and roving reporter Josh Novinger. Uh, I mean, mm. I'm just, I'm in shock. So they got a mouthful of the toilet. Right. A mouthful? Is that how you get it out of the... The siphon. You suck the gas out and get it started. Yeah, like if you were stealing yeah. gas, you, you put a hose in. Oh, uh, you, you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. In Australia, a group of thieves uh, decided to try and siphon petrol out of the out of a coach so that they could put it into their car and get away, um, which is weird. I don't know. Petrol, is that, is that signifying it's gas. diesel or not? I don't okay. know. It's petroleum is okay. all it means. Uh, the plan was to go up to the touring coach in the middle of the night, stick a hose pipe into the gas tank of the other vehicle, start sucking, is what you do, uh, long enough for some of the petrol to get to the other end, spit, so I guess it comes out into your mouth, you yeah. spit, pinch it, put it in your tank, and kind of roll. Right. That was the plan, at least. In reality, they got an awful lot more than that than they bargained for. They hooked the hose pipe up to the coach's sewage tank, which carries completely different type of cargo than the fuel tank. And uh, this is a a little bit funny uh, writing here. Life is full of horrific lessons. Whether that's your parents telling you that you can't have... This is boring. Anyway. We get it. The guy sucks shit. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. Now, super nasty. I don't understand. The the police arrived on the scene afterwards to investigate, and one of them said, we can infer they made a very hasty retreat with somewhat bitter taste in the mouth. But I don't think these guys got in trouble. The whole point of the story is that Somebody got shit in their mouth. Right. It's just, I mean, this is a a hundred percent, of course, not even a story, maybe not even true, but (laughs) no offense. But this, what the point being that people love. You're telling me I'm a roving reporter. Well, I'm just, the point of this type of of meme or whatever it is, is that the person got retributive justice or something. Like they got theirs. Yeah. So everybody wants, that makes everybody feel good. So we'll be very lenient on the quality of the writing or whatever. That feels good. It was kind of like a parable. what was coming to them. It's like the same effect of like a parable. It may not be true, but it got what it needed to do. Yeah, it It communicated the idea. I don't know. But really it's just you feeling... But I, I do think that discredits your news. It discredits you as a news broadcaster, and it discredits your integrity. And it wow. just dis- discredits your character and maybe even your okay. role in this well, podcast. Well, let I'm, me, I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. What? what you want me to say, say all that? No, don't, I didn't. don't say it again. I didn't hear you. But okay. do let me good? Take, yeah, I just said okay, you're awesome. Go, go fucking awesome. <laughs> but do let me take this opportunity to uh, talk about the new toilet in the bus that I made. Oh, man. Now that you bring it up. Uh, the, uh, can I just preface it with greatest toilet ever? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Very excited about it. Okay, tell the folks at home. Okay, so we've been living in a tour bus for 10 years. You know, not full-time, but yep. a lot of dates. And, and a tour bus that longer than that, but for 10 years, we've operated our own bus. 10 years, bus. five divorces. 
our own bus, which is converted ground buses. And, uh, you know, the original one had a toilet with a big tank and the system where you dump it in the bottom and you put in chemical and Reva loved yeah. using that one. It stinks. Bless you know, heart. even if you put the chemical Bless in it, heart. you got to keep 30 gallons of water in there just to keep it from stinking. You got to find a place to dump it, which is, you know, relatively disgusting and depending on how you pull it off and uh, you have to clean the inside and there's spray everywhere so even the surfaces back there with people pee in the middle of the night it winds up getting everywhere anyway it's always been a problem we tried a portable toilet we tried kitty litter in five gallon buckets we've tried a bunch of different I told a story a while back where Devin dumps I got the pee tanks all all over you I'm the guy I do the bathroom I've always done it I love doing it I don't hang anybody up about it it's the dirty work I do it I take pride in it you're proud that's some pride I take pride in it I get that I get my satisfaction you're better than like do you feel I'm better than all these other guys I I am you are yes and that's the proof and you don't want to let all the other stuff because you don't want to get all the other stuff can be debated that's proof right that that's just cold hard. He does it because he goes, "This is the worst job on tour. If I do it, I'm fucking that, cool." Yeah. Right? You can't say much. You against can't say right. shit. The yeah. guy that pours you, out your piss. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So that makes sense. I mean, that really makes sense. Like one time, you kind of have one up everybody going into any conversation. Yeah, I'm just already already on yeah. top there. So yeah, yeah, I get mine, dude. Man, right. how could you be laying? Hey, anyway, you know what I just did earlier. Let me tell you how I've, I've undermined my own position because I've designed a toilet so good that it's almost <laughs> maintenance free. <laughs> now, did you just make a hole all the way through so when they poop, it just goes on the road? No, we're not pooping. No, no we're not pooping. This is way more intricate. <laughs> okay, so have you ever I been... I was talking to Matt. <laughs> have you ever been in a bar and you go into the bathroom and there's a big giant urinal full of ice? Yes. Right? Bunch it's just a big rectangle with ice in it and you pee in it. Yes. Now, I like those because the ice... Keeps out odor because when things are colder, they stink less. Right. And that's also a liquid in there that it, dilutes the pee. Creates more water, yep. so it drains from and the And a stuff. big giant rectangle is easy to pee in right. versus a little hole somewhere. Totally. Which is, creates all the other surfaces that have to be. Anyway. Yeah. Are you, are you keep the, saying stuff because you want him to hurry? No, I'm, I'm loving this. is good. This. Every three he's seconds. Echo. He's, yeah. he's on yeah, my wavelength. Totally. Uh-huh. You got a big old schlong, nothing like a rectangle with ice in a it. Big it. Yeah. So it's very satisfying. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, the obvious thing to use uh-huh. is a yes. giant uh, right. A giant cooler. Right. So yeah. we have a giant. The, I don't know if it's the obvious thing to use, it's, well, but we obvious. thought it was obvious. We had one. Most people with a $70 cooler don't think, I need to piss, piss in it. Yeah. Right. So you, the, first of all, it closes. You open it. It's full of ice. And right. then, of course, I, I build a platform on it where it drains downhill. And there's a, a plumbing pipe, just a you know three-quarter inch hose that yep. goes down into under the bus and drains out all the time. And if you don't want it to leak out, you can pinch it. You can pinch it off. There's no dirty valve. And if you want it to be open, it can be open. And as long as you keep ice in it, the pee drains out. One drip at a time, yep. constantly. It never stinks. It never hardly needs cleaning. Nothing. And the tour maintenance Matt, free. Got a little bit of chemical splash around in there. Done. Clean. Right. Maintenance free. It's unbelievable. Green. Saved a planet. Doesn't use any chemicals. Doesn't anything. Just turns it just regular and water I, dripping I, in the street. I mean, it is so much more clean. Like I couldn't believe it. Like guys have a real problem with their distance to the toilet. <laughs> 
Yeah. And this See, one, you hang your dog just right into it. It's perfect. Yeah. It's a giant so rectangle. Now that, it just totally takes that away. There's no pee on the floor, pee on anything. And you like peeing on the ice. Yeah. Oh, so, my you God. Know what I mean? When you, it starts to melt, you, like you think you did something. It's yeah. like an achievement. So you, the aim is really good. It's, I mean, it's wonderful. <laughs> That's awesome. Do women think that way? Like when they pee, they might have did something good. That's the way I feel. Like distance, I t- that's distance, what I told Reva today when we dumped melting, the feel great. when we dumped the front cooler and it has a giant stream yeah. coming out. I was well, like, hell yeah. yeah, hey, you hell know, like, yeah, this is so awesome, it's I, fucking amazing. I was like, Reva, do you picture that? It's like, oh yes, a giant pee stream. Yes, that's what I think when right. I see a big stream of water. I do hey, too. Listen to this. I love it. My, my mama Jean, she was probably like fifty five at the time. She's still alive, but kind of kind of dead for me just because <laughs> right. I can't have a conversation. Totally know who I am. She did. Kind she of dead. Gone. Yeah. But anyway, she had had five kids. Five kids, and she was about 55 years old. And she, uh, someone, we were cleaning up stuff at the church, and she went in just to check the cleanliness of the men's restroom. And she actually turned to her friend and said, what are those weird-looking little sinks? She had no idea what a urinal was. Oh, my god! At 55 years old, she had no idea. Wow. I, I decided they should get rid of urinals no matter what. Everything that, a stall, and then that way all bathrooms are fine. I don't know about you, Anybody but I was real nervous when he was telling the first half of that story. I had no <laughs> idea where that was going. I'm glad. I had no idea. About my mama Jean? Right. I thought you were telling and we're telling dirty piss this, story. piss that, and he starts this all it's like, oh gosh. But I'm, that was a pleasant pee. ending. She can pee. Yeah, I thought we were <laughs> gonna talk about how her pee stream or something. I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> her mind's going, but her pee stream is <laughs> unbelievable. unbelievable. <laughs> all right, that's the damn news, guys. That's the damn news. Okay, so BC Club. Thank you to the BC Club. But what we really want to say right now is I got to remind everybody about the BC Roadshow. Oh, you can yeah. go to bcroadshow.com and get all the details there. But uh, basically, it's going to be something like a mini conference where it's an interactive event where we're going to do live podcasts, uh, breakout groups, panels, acoustic performances. And I'm talking about Emory, Sherwood, Tyson Matzenbacher, yeah. Bad Christian Podcast, and Vocal Few, um, all out on the road with BC Family. And this, the whole thing's going to be a, an event that everybody's yep. going to participate in. Um, it'll be all afternoon and evening kind of thing. And we're coming to a bunch of towns coming near you. It's a real special thing we're trying to design. to, And I, I really think it's a can't-miss event. So go get your tickets for these. Um, Reva, you got the cities for them? Can you I do. tell them what's up? November 8th kicks it off in Nashville. Then Greensboro, the 9th, Lynchburg, the 10th, Teaneck, New Jersey, November 11th. Then an off day on that Monday. And then we go to Philadelphia, November 13th, Brooklyn, November 14th, Pittsburgh, November 15th. Akron, Ohio, November 16th, and Louisville, November 17th. Okay, so that'll be a big, good stretch. So I imagine we'll see a lot of BC Club people out there. Um, it's I think they'll be the core of the event. And, uh, you know, there's a rock show and the other stuff, and you, you can do them separately. So if you're just interested in coming to the rock show, you can do that too. Uh, get your tickets there. And what else does I want to say? Y'all got anything else? 
sounds oh if you want to join the bc club which is the community the whole thing is born out of and yep. supported by and everything you can go to the bcclub.com come join our facebook group get to know us come hang out you know that's pretty much the whole the whole shebang we're gonna, is we're going to cut them a break with the uh, conference bc clubbers Got yeah we don't have a conference stuff on sale yet but the, we will have be having the bad christian conference 2019 is going to be in february in dallas and we'll have the tickets and stuff up for that soon people at bc club will get a discount and early uh, ability to buy those tickets. And too. I just want to warn people before they go there, uh, just to remind you, that is where JFK was shot. And so there may be some chatter about that, and there may be some mind. It might strategy. get pretty serious chatter. You're right. I I'm just, glad you warned people about that. I Thanks just, for the warning. I just don't want people to forget that and then go there and be emotional. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for the warning. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, remind us again when yeah. it gets close. That okay? is the yeah. site. Dallas right. has the site where the president of the United States was shot by Lee Harvey Oswald Grassy and a Noel. few more other people. Because you know the grassy Imagine Noel if you smoke. Imagine if you were at BC Con and you just walk around and all of a sudden you're standing on the grassy knoll. That you don't think nice. you're going to be sad? Yeah. Matt Carter uh, might not be sad. Are you getting my back? Yeah, I got your back. Yeah, oh, no, crazy. I want you to remind the folks Imagine again when, it, when it gets closer to the time. grassy so, knoll okay. with the gun. Yeah. No, I'll remind them a few more times. Okay. And, and uh, there may be some people, some of the rubies out there listening. Okay. That you never know. They know that their uncle shot Lee Harvey Oswald. He's in jail. Yep. You don't, not anymore. You don't believe any conspiracy <laughs> with that, though. Oh, JFK for sure. I mean, it's kind of, <laughs> it, it's just clear. I mean, it is clear. It is Matt. clear. I agree. <laughs> there's no, there's no way out Sorry, of it. Sorry, y'all are wrong. The government is so obvious. We don't even have to say what, what even happened. It's just so obvious. <laughs> just, I've watched a lot of stuff. I've read a lot of stuff. I've read actual, like there are factual things that were mishandled by the government and there were cover-ups. I agree. There were. I believe you. All right. Well, these people agree. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. I'm not laughing. Okay. Each of the people you're about to read contributed to the murder of a president. Are you going to name the president? <laughs> that would be so not funny. Just Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> All right. I get, it, you can make fun of the Lincoln assassination now. And nobody you really can. bats an eye, right? You can't get in trouble. Can yeah, I get in trouble for what no, I just said? No. No, I'm just saying, pe- like... That's a long time ago. Well, like if hey, someone gets been out of shape, you just to, say, I'm not Look. trying to make this a long thing, but can you say anything about Donald Trump? <laughs> like, is there anything? Like, Kathy, what's her Yeah, point? that's true. Yeah, I think you can do anything. She, you can it's, say pretty much anything. Hand, not, I nothing. think you can do anything, yeah. You can say anything against Trump. I think so, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Pretty much. I mean, you couldn't say anything illegal, like, I am going to. She held his severed head up. Oh, yeah, that was pretty bad. That's right. pretty bad. The BC Isn't that crazy? If a president right now got shot and it wasn't Trump, you couldn't joke around about it for a long time. I don't even think maybe you should joke around about the JFK. Lincoln? Like, sure, he was it's a great a man. That was a time, long right? time ago. Nobody's upset about that emotionally, so it's okay. I agree. That's okay. All right. Brian Painter. Yes. Dakota Styles. Uh. Justin and Kelly Hedrick. It ain't over. Melissa Sergis. Bring it. Jamie Rodriguez. Jesus is Lord. Uh, sorry, I'll I'll say it well. I'm sorry. Rodriguez. Holla at your boy. Dylan Mason. Love it. Wes Hodge. Hell yeah. Tanitia oh, Carr. Oh, I love the way you said and that. And Jack Markernis. I don't think that's right, but I love it. <laughs> Markarines. Mac. Macaroni. Macaroni. <laughs> 
That's a good laugh. John Macaroni. <laughs> Dude, contributes unreal to BC. John M- Macaroni. <laughs> Macarines. I think it's Macarines. Samuel Lopez. Oh, Jonathan yeah. Lamp. Lampel. That sounds right. Katie Franson. Love it. Hey, Katie, she's a familiar name. Is it? Sabri- <laughs> Sabrina Conan. What? Yeah. Michael Zillow. Uh, I think that you're reading websites now. <laughs> Clint, <laughs> Clint Bowles. His Bowles. Clint Bowles. That's a lot of new is people. Is Bow or is it his Bowles? James, James Petit. Oh, yeah. I love Petit. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> That's my main man, I'm Petit. Getting, <laughs> is that all of them? That's not even all of them? No, there was way more. Whoa. But okay, y'all were making them. sick jokes out of everybody's <laughs> Not y'all, nothing. <laughs> y'all my ass. I can't even say Look, Petit. I, I just want to make the point of how many damn people are joining the club. That's kind of exciting. I, I would kind of like to highlight that. If anybody Petit, else, you know. is there a James Petit here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for a James Petit. <laughs> Petit! Is that you, Petit? Is that you, Petit? I've searched the world for you, Petit. Are you are you James Petit? <laughs> Petit. 